Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. The minority of this Wow, that's how the day started when it came to impeachment, and they continued to roll along that way. You had a lot of arguing and fighting because it's about showboating as much as anything. We will now hear presentations of evidence from counsels to the judiciary. Is this when we just hear staff ask questions of other staff and the members get dealt out of this whole hearing in the next four hours? You're going to try to overturn the result of an election with unelected people giving gentlemen will suspend. Gentlemen, suspend. Gentlemen, suspend. Suspend. Stop and suspend. Stop it. Suspend. Stop it. Ah, hope you had a good weekend. Chad Benson Show. That right there was Matt Getz and uh, uh, Mr. Jerry Nadler fighting right there. It is what it is. They battled all day. They did what they do. And this is the world of politics we live in. And nothing has changed. And we're all moving in the same direction that we were moving at before all of this stuff took place, which is impeachment. Does it mean it's changed anything? No. There is no thought uh, even an outside chance, really, of, of Republicans joining in in this impeachment push. Therefore, it's not really a consideration about how you make this bipartisan. I feel like Democrats have essentially given up on that concept because they recognize that public opinion just isn't moving the way they would have hoped and wanted it to. Yeah, that's the reality of it. They thought they were going to get some sort of major oomph that people were going to come around and say, oh, man, we got this now. This is it. We see. We see what you guys were saying. We see that he did bad things. We see that he tried to to use his influence to better himself and his campaign against the political rival. We see that. And they probably do say that. And then they say, but we don't care because we don't like you. One of the very interesting things that took place last week is Trump was over in Europe in the big NATO thing. And he, you know, they were making fun of him, doing all these things. And and everybody thought it was really funny. And everybody over here is, oh, our president's getting made fun of. And I'm like, that is why they love him. That is why so many people love Trump. He was brought in, in in his mind and everybody else's mind, as the person that was going to look at the elites and go, and guess what? That's what he is to them. He is their mouthpiece. Those cool kids that don't want you to come and hang out, guess what? He don't care. And they don't care. They don't want him to be like them. They want him to be him. And that's exactly what Trump does day in and day out he is trump like it or not they love it so it's okay that you're not the cool hipster it's okay that the other kids make fun of you all the while they're making fun of you right you got macron who let's be 100 percent honest right if we're gonna be honest uh cool mr macron your economy sucks and you have a massive issue right now in your country with strikes and pensions and all of this stuff oh by the way canada and cool kid trudeau right you mr cool kid guess what mr blackface guess what you lost how many jobs last month Seventy-one thousand. we gained two hundred sixty-six thousand. that's 71,000 would be equivalent of us losing about 500,000 jobs you sitting there 
And that's and they're sitting there laughing. They're like they they don't like that stuff. They don't want him to be the cool guy. They don't. So when you're picking on him and those things, they love it. They dig in harder for him. I don't think people understand that. It's hilarious. Today was no more than exactly what it was supposed to be, which is a bunch of people yelling at each other and nothing get it done. Each side had their own person they rolled out who could do what that person does and say the things that need to be said about absolutely how horrible this president is or how wonderful this president is. Right. And you had people like Daniel Gold uh, Goldman. When the president's efforts were discovered, he released the military aid though it would ultimately take congressional action for the money to be made fully available to Ukraine. The Oval Office meeting still has not happened. Now, he is one of the Democrats' counselors. So he's the person who was asking questions last week, right? Then you have Barry Berkey. This is a big deal. President Trump did what a president of our nation is not allowed to do. Yeah. All right. So that that was their side. And on the other side, you had Stephen uh, Castor. Now that the Russian collusion allegations did not work out, Democrats have settled on the Ukraine phone call. Eight lines the president uttered on July 25th with Ukrainian President Zelensky. No, he wasn't finished there. To impeach a president who 63 million people voted for over eight lines in a call transcript is baloney. Baloney. It is baloney. Well, baloney or not, they're going to do it. And it's going to go probably in the next day or two. They'll start drawing up articles. How wide will they go? Or are they going to stay narrow? Many moderates want them to stay narrow because they're worried about it looking like such a ridiculous move to throw everything in the world you can at this, putting them in real issues. Because remember, at the end of the day, it's about getting your party reelected, right? And if you go too wide and you don't focus, and instead of being just hyper-focused on one or two lanes, you try to cover everything, people are going to say, it's just, this is the ridiculousness of it all, and you guys are looking like you're bitter and angry. So what ends up happening? Even more people turn away, and that's not what you want. And the people who are moderate are saying, look, guys, focus on an area. Don't be too crazy, because if you guys go too wide and it looks bad, it could cost us our seats, would then cost you guys the House, potentially. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Man, what a crazy day in New Zealand. Tourists from Royal Caribbean's cruise ship Ovation of the Seas were visiting New Zealand's White Island when the ash and steam blow up. Deputy Police Commissioner John Timms with the latest. Due to the current risk... Emergency services are unable to access the island. Both locals and tourists are among those currently missing. Yeah, they're still trying to sort all of this out. There are five people confirmed dead, eight people still missing, maybe more. You had a uh, uh, a small volcano, a cone volcano, a smaller volcano, but the, most of the volcanoes under the ocean explode. And in doing so, it, it just was, if you've not seen the pictures, you can, they're everywhere and the video's everywhere. So it was an excursion off of a, a cruise ship 
And people are asking the questions why, because as uh, middle of November, they were uh, getting signs, I guess, and warnings that, look, this thing is, is starting to make some rumblings because they don't just usually blow. It takes a while to get to that. And yet they were there and it is a ferocious. I mean, it just shows you. And this was just more of a eh, burp. Than anything else. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. A lot of stuff to get to. Try to cram it all in tonight. Boys and masculinity, we're going to touch on at the Golden Globes. What is Walmart doing? Right? And who comes up with this stuff that says, hey, let's green light that. That seems like a that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. We deal this. Mueller, arrest me. Chad will trade you two perjury charges for one collusion and throw in a reduced charge of obstruction for free. Yeah, I'd do that. You're just listening to The Chad Benson Show. Yeah! Netflix dominated. Dominated! A leading 17 nominations for shows including The Crown, Unbelievable, and The Kaminsky Method. HBO in second with 15 nods for shows including Chernobyl, but a poor showing for the final season of Game of Thrones. You are my queen. Only one nomination for star Kit Harington, the best actor. Good morning. Apple TV Plus picked up its first ever Golden Globe nominations for The Morning Show, and the broadcast networks NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox shut out. No nominations at all for The Big Four. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. Yeah, not a surprise on how many uh, nominations some of these things got. The surprise, I think, came in the fact that the networks are completely shut out. That's amazing. That's where we are now. The networks are shut out. Having a show on ABC, NBC, CBS, even Fox, right? <laughs> but having a show on those is considered to be kind of like, eh, you know, like, like it used to be back in the day, if you were in movies, TV was a step down. And then about 20 years ago, 15 years ago, that kind of became, you know, it was no big deal, right? And then Netflix came along and it was cool to do something like that. Now TV is that. TV is like, oh, you do, you do broadcast television? Ew. 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 By the way, I have seen one episode of The Crown and nothing else that they have any mentioned. I do not watch any television the way that I think people think I should watch. I watch sports, watch football this weekend. College football is amazing. How about yesterday? Cran and I already, we, 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 we were just very sad. I had a very sad weekend anyways, and the Patriots didn't help me. Uh, it was just a very, it's a tough weekend for me. And then the Patriots thought, well, you know, you guys are going to do good. And then they sucked. And I think it's, 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 they're, they're not going to win anything. I'm just going to put it out there. Going to put it out there. Just put it out there. They're not winning anything this year. Tough to beat Baltimore. Patriots, you're just not going to win anything. God bless you. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Walmart. I have to be honest, I'm not quite sure what you guys were thinking, but the fact that you thought this is a good idea or somebody greenlit this just makes you scratch your head. Walmart says it is sorry for the Christmas sweater it was selling online. The red let it snow and showed Santa sitting in front of three white lines and a pile of little white balls. The online description read, the best snow comes straight from South America and Santa really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hands on some quality grade A Colombian snow. Walmart says a sweater was sold online in Canada by a third-party vendor. Walmart saying the sweater does not represent Walmart's values. Yeah, here's the thing. 
a lot of places around the world will produce these things, right? Somebody will throw something out there. Last week, there was the big, you know, all the hubbub about the Auschwitz and, and these things. And what you find out that in places and, you know, people in certain countries who aren't very educated, who aren't, have no idea what Auschwitz is. I know it's weird to say, but yes, guess what? There are people out there who work in factories who don't quite get it. They see a picture. They don't, they don't understand what the place is. And this, though, was so bizarre because it looked like South Park had designed this. He looks a little bit like a deranged, you know, Jack Skellington, Mr. Hanky, and he's got like, he's got like a, a, a straw in one hand, and he's got a bunch of lines on the other, and you're like, really? Like, Look, drugs are pretty universal, right? I don't care where you are. You can be in Pakistan. You can be in China. People kind of got to figure out what drugs are. But nope, nope. <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, whoa. But imagine what that thing's worth now, though. Oh, yeah. What is, I, don't, I don't know what it's worth. Bet it's worth something. If you got one, because you know somebody snapped a bunch up. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Love hearing from each and every one. You can text the program as well. I said earlier it was a, it was a tough weekend for me. For all of you guys who listen to the show, uh, my cat, Theodore, three, cat with three legs, passed away this weekend. He got sick on Thursday, wasn't feeling very good, but he was, he was doing okay. Uh, he's drinking water, and, and we just thought, you know, he was really down lethargic so we made an appointment for today yesterday he seemed to be getting a little bit better and uh uh that was it he just passed away Uh, i went to check on him to see how he was doing and it was it was a bummer because i love that cat like it was the greatest cat in the world and it was just i couldn't believe what happened you know if you guys listen to show you how much i love my animals and and Theodore do anything. I mean, we, he's a cat who adopted us, and and we went out and you know we spent a lot of money on him because somebody shot him and and we we fixed his leg and and to the point where at least even though they amputated, he had a great life and he was only about a year and a half, two years old, and something happened and I don't know what it was, but it was it was upsetting. And then my little dog Red, uh, he just loved Theodore, and they were like best friends, and it was so sad because. He was looking everywhere for him for the last couple of days, and it's just a bummer. But, uh, uh, yeah, just a sad, sad weekend. And then my Patriots laid an egg. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. No need to fear. We promise we won't give you a noogie and make you cry Russia, Russia, Russia. Who is the fearless leader? Who? This is Chad Benson. The report says the inspector general, quote, did not find any documentary or testimonial evidence that political bias or improper motivation influenced the decision to launch that investigation. It did find concerns at the lower level of the FBI with some of the actions that were taken over the course of the report. But the big picture here, they found no political influence in the decision to launch the investigation into Russian interference and the Trump campaign. Yeah, so the IG releases this massive, massive report, and they're already battling out. Both sides are claiming victory, and the other side loses. The reality is, is both sides kind of won and kind of lost today. That, that's that's the truth. While there wasn't anything when it came to Russia, 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 as far as they they felt that they were right in doing what they were doing, 
at the same time, there were some serious issues about the warrants and the way that things were handled. Uh, the FBI doesn't come out of this thing looking very good. You can get the likes of Schumer and everybody running around saying, you know, look, I told you guys so. I told you guys so. This report conclusively debunks the baseless conspiracy that the investigation into Mr. Trump's campaign and its ties to Russia originated with political bias. Yeah. And that was just that, that people were looking at the, you know, this and the Republican side saying that you guys were looking for any way to spy on the president to be in his campaign and the whole nine yards. Uh, and they didn't find any of that. And on the other side, there's some serious issues about the warrants and the way that this thing came about. And it is not a good look for the FBI. It, there, there's a lot of different things in this report that really, quite frankly, doesn't make the FBI look good. The end of the day, both won a little, both lost a little. It's kind of a push, and then we move on. Trump is claiming the victory and, and, and you know, doing what Trump tends to do. It's everything that a lot of people thought it would be, except far worse. Look, do I have, I had some issues with it. I did. I had some serious issues with it based on the fact that you were spying on a campaign and there was some serious questions I had there. And it's so funny, like depending on what time of day it is and how well they did for you, the the FBI and any of our intelligence agencies are either good or bad. They're 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 moronic or they're the best in the world. And yes, guess what? There's bias in everything. But they also said, hey, you know, Peter struck this guy and the whole Lisa Page thing. 25 years, everybody knew he had opinions. But at the end of the day, he kept its opinions on the sidelines and his work was good. Do I know that to be 100% true? I don't know. I don't know the guy. I don't know any of the other stuff he's been involved with. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. The IG and Christopher Ray, who is Trump's dude. Seem to think it was pretty much above board, but they did make some serious mistakes, especially down the line and the warrants again. Very, I, I'm the FISA warrants themselves are a little bit scary. So wait, you can go into basically a room and you can get a warrant for anything on anybody without their knowledge and without any showing really any kind of any kind of evidence. It just it feels a little like war on the people, and I think we should all value our security, our safety, and above everything else, our privacy. And to have a campaign looked at is still, it's a little unnerving. I don't care if it would have been, if it would have been Hillary, it would have been the same damn thing. 110%. We shouldn't have any part of that. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. They're still, you know, you look at this whole thing with impeachment. They're still going to go. I don't know how long this is going to go forever, weeks, months. We could have something by the end of the week, potentially, where they're going to vote. Maybe, maybe not. But it was the usual battle back and forth. Are you going to go on record in front of everybody here today and say that you will not tell who ordered this? You or Mr. Goldman? Mr. Goldman, you or Mr. Schiff? I am going to go on record and tell you that I'm not going to reveal how we conducted this investigation. And that's the problem we have with this entire thing. Mr. Schiff said behind closed doors. I can tell you what the importance is. I'm done with you for right now. Yeah, there you go. Doug Collins and uh, Daniel Goldman, who is the the Democrats counsel, 
So last week they were asking questions. This week they were answering questions. And, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's not going to change anybody's mind. Most people have stopped paying attention. They've made up their mind. They're moving on with their lives. And yeah, that's just the way that that's going to go, uh, you know, now moving forward. We, we're going to wait till we get to the point where we're in the situation where we're looking at the actual trial itself, and then I think people will pop back up and pay a little bit more attention uh, down the line. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. I thank all of you who are texting in and tweeting in about my cat, Theodore, who I loved and passed away. I appreciate all the kind words. Speaking of passed away, an icon passed away this weekend. Didn't get a lot of pub, but every one of us probably watched him, at least heard him, and watched something else. You probably don't recognize the name or the face, but anyone who ever watched Sesame Street knew the beloved characters Carol Spinney played on the children's program. I'm Big Bird. Nice to meet you. Spinney also played the trash-loving Oscar the Grout. Oscar, go away. Close my can. Carol Spinney retired from Sesame Street in 2018. In 2006, he was honored with a Daytime Emmy Lifetime Achievement Award. I'm one of the luckiest birds in the world. <laughs> Socks. 85, though. Think about that. The icon and what you leave behind. Your work in Big Bird and who. And it, it, there's an amazing and incredible documentary about Big Bird and him. And it's so touching. There's a part in the. And it's it's tough. There's a part in, in the movie where a young girl is 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 dying and she's very young, and she is all her dream was only to talk to Big Bird, and that they made that wish come true. And he called her as Big Bird, and he told her he loved her. And she looked at them, and she hung up the phone, and she says, "Guess what? Big Bird loves me. We're best friends." And then she passed away, basically not too long after. It's just being able to to, to touch that many people. Is is amazing and uh, eighty five man. That's a good run right there. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Love hearing from every single one of you. Again, thank you so much for the kind words and my my beloved Theodore who passed away this weekend at Chad Benson Show Twitter C H A D B E N S O N. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station KTAR News ninety two three FM. Need to fear? We promise we won't give you a noogie and make you cry. Russia, Russia, Russia. Who is the fearless leader? Boy, 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 and double boy. Boy, it's your language. This is a family show, remember? Who is the family too? Nostrovia. This is Chad Benson. Tucson Mayor Regina Romero says Trump's border wall is a waste of money. We should be investing in, in public education funding. We should be investing in infrastructure. We should be investing in mobility and transit. Democratic Congressman Raul Grijalva claims President Trump's strategy will hurt communities and will have a devastating effect on wildlife. What this wall is causing is uh, environmental harm that, that we will not recover from. Border Patrol Agent Joe Curran. Every salvageable cactus, we're going to make every effort to, to relocate. Curran says preserving the the environment is a top priority during the wall building process. Yeah, and let's be real. Once again, we are how what how many months removed from what was chaos and craziness over the summer with, you know, the 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 camps and the kids and it's like, you know, it's like concentration camps and stuff. They've got nothing done because they've hyper focused on something else. Think about this. They're thinking about voting this week for impeachment. Next week, 
is the Democratic debate on 19th. They should be maybe voting for a CR, continuing resolution to kick the can down the road as far as keeping the government open. There's so many things. And all they're talking about is impeachment. We forgot about the wall thing. We forgot about immigration. We forgot about a lot of different things. We just kind of ignored it because this is more entertaining, I guess. I don't know. It's crazy. Still nothing is being done the way it should be. People ask me all the time, do you think the wall's got a good idea? I said, ah, i got to be 100% honest with you. I don't think it's going to do everything that people think it's going to do. I think it will have some sort of effect. But did you see apprehensions are down about 75% in Mexico right now? And there's a big reason for that. You put a little bit, you know, first of all, we went through the summer season. And a lot of people say, well, that's one of the reasons why. Well, know this. It's down now. And it, we've been out of the summer season for a couple months now. And there is a reason for that. We put some pressure on Mexico which I thought was a good idea. I think we're trying to do some other things. Whether you like Trump or not, the reality is is we have to do something with immigration sooner rather than later, right? I wasn't, I I think, and I think there's other things that we can do with guest worker programs and visas, and we can look at a lot of different things, and we should be looking at everything. We really should be looking at everything. But at this point in time, it doesn't matter because everybody's going to focus on a singular thing, and that singular thing is, anyone, anyone? Oh, yeah, it's 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 impeachment. That's about it. The last public opinion poll I saw showed Congress had an approval rating at about nine percent. By contrast, Muammar Gaddafi had an approval rating at 13 percent and his own people dragged him in the streets and killed him. This impeachment process demonstrates the worst in us, and it is depriving us the opportunity to raise our gaze and meet the needs of the American people. Matt Gates there. Uh, last time I was at the border, actually, I was out there with him. I just and several others. Andy Biggs uh, approval rate. Let's not talk about approval. Like the approval rating of Congress is so low, right? Like they wish they could have Trump's approval rating. We can talk all day about how bad Trump is and whether you like him or hate him. But the reality is, is the 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 approval rating when it comes to Congress is like, would you rather hang out with Congress or add your tooth extracted without any anesthesia? Like, I'll probably do the second one. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Would you? Right, I'm asking you. Would you, if given the opportunity, like to have a shorter week? As part of its so-called work-life choice challenge, Microsoft Japan closed its offices all five Fridays in August, but paid its employees for a full 40-hour week. Managers reported a nearly 40% rise in productivity compared with August 2018. Previous experiments with a 32-hour work week found people more energized after a three-day weekend and feeling compelled to get more done during their four days on the job. Yeah. I think it works for some people. I really do. And some people, you know, I mean, it, it may not work as good because I think you have to you have to know your staff, right? Do you have people that can get stuff done in in 32 hours? Because I think a lot of what we do at work is kind of useless anyways, right? I mean, it, it, you know, I see too often not, especially around a lot of places where they have a lot of meetings and things like that, where you're like, oh, if they just leave me alone, I get so much more done. And I think a lot of there's a lot of truth in that, but it also depends on the individual. How well do you know your staff? Some people, it takes them 50 hours to do 40 hours of work. We uh, of work. Some people, it takes them 30 hours to do 40 hours of work. 
you have to know your staff. But I think when it comes to certain things, yeah, 32-hour work week, I most people wouldn't bitch about that. A four-day work week, most people are going to freak out about that. If the opportunity gives, you know, lends itself to people being more refreshed and having this opportunity to do this and come out more refreshed, hell yeah, I know after a while I need some energy. I do, in the sense that I need just to a, a mental health day, especially when you have nothing but nonstop negative crap that's on 24-7, and it's the same thing over and over again. And after a while, you're just like, oh, God. And having that day or two, you come back, you feel refreshed, you're ready to go. Uh, and a lot of people I know who have three-day weekends or they have they work four tens or something like that, they love it. They, would, they wouldn't change it for a thing. It would, and, and they absolutely love some. And I, I could see why. It's, it's a good thing. It is. It is. My aunt used to work Monday, Tuesday, and she had Wednesday off, and then she worked Thursday, Friday. and then she, But she just, her job, I mean, and she was refreshed, and she could do anything, and she felt like she got more done at home as well, which I think is cool. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. You can text the program always. You can check out thechadshow.com. And grab your podcast right there. Right there. Grab the podcast right there. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.